0: Radio personality Deborah Honeycut revealing stories from the red carpet to parenthood on three hours of sleep. Doctors recommend eight hours of sleep nightly for proper brain function. Anything less can cause mental mal- malfunction. On three hours sleep, here's your host, Deborah Honeycut. Hey there. So today I'm excited because it's a little bit a little bit different than uh, the other podcasts that we've been doing. They're probably you know not super long, but they're longer than this. This is going to be more of a mini podcast something you could probably listen to on your way to the grocery and back or just running a couple of errands. But I figured it had a place for it. And so this is a segment I'm going to call This Is My Life. So for those that listen to Jim, Deb, and Kevin, that's the the morning show that I'm a part of on 95.5 WFMS Radio. We're based here in Indianapolis. A lot of people know the phrase pulling a Deb." That's kind of what it's been dubbed as. And that's when I do the silly things that I do in my life. Of course, not on purpose. They just happen. And I like to think that they happen to everybody. But for some reason, my friends and family uh, tried to convince me that they mostly happen to me. (laughs) So I'm not sure I'm in agreement with that, but it is what it is. So I refer to this as this is my life. I say that all the time, like, well, this is my life. So I shouldn't be surprised because these random chaotic events do happen to me. Now, a lot of it probably has to do with my lack of preparation because I'm very off the cuff. I multitask well, but I probably take on too many items to multitask. And then I am trying to like juggle so many things in the air at once and something's going to get dropped. So for whatever the reason, they're frequent occurrences. And I can't make it up, so I might as well laugh about it. I thought I would share it with you for some entertainment value. And, and then this way, I've, I've actually had people say, hey, could you record more podcasts more often? And uh, I would like to do that but I thought we could sprinkle these in um, among the others. So this segment will be titled, This Is My Life. I'll try and post some of these on Instagram. It's Deborah Honeycutt Media, and you'll be able to see those uh, there as well. That's also the place you can get the two free chapters of the book that I'm writing, and it's a free download. Some of the 25 years in country radio and what goes on behind the scenes and some tidbits about some of your favorite stars. So you can get that at Deborah Honeycutt Media on Instagram. So back to This Is My Life. I used to actually hate when these moments happened, hate them. They became known on the air as pulling a Deb. I didn't really want a catchphrase for my ridiculousness. And funny enough, several years ago, I mean, the kids were little. I had a, a television producer from New York City contact me. Back then I had a blog and she said, Hey, I'm a TV producer. We are putting together a reality show and just trying to gauge interest on whether or not you would be willing to feature your family. Well, if that right there doesn't tell you that this isn't normal, so I started that conversation with her knowing the whole time probably isn't what I want to do. You know, when you watch reality shows, the reality show that has the great ratings isn't the one where the family is, you know, presented in a really great light. They want the bad stuff. They want the negative elements because that's what sells, right? So we did start that conversation. She asked me to send in a, basically a demo video of kind of a a day in the life of my family. And their idea was it would be, okay, let's follow this radio personality who has a, a cool job where she gets to interview some fun people. And then what goes on behind the scenes with this chaos at home? That sounds great until you show all the bad stuff. You know, the whole time I was thinking, I've got young kids, but if they're having a a meltdown? Or what if someone's presented in a bad light? I mean, that just happens when you have kids. So all of those things were my concern. We did do the video. Uh, I think it was based around Country Music Expo time. So all of the country artists were coming to Indianapolis anyway. And we you know, do the interviews backstage and chat with them, just random conversations. And so you know, Blake Shelton showed up and I had my grandmother backstage. And so we got some footage of that and a little bit of what goes on in the household. And then we sent that off. But then we got talking about it more and it just something about it didn't sit well. Talks dwindled and nothing ever came of that. My point in sharing this is since that time, I mean, since the kids were young and we were having those conversations, I've embraced this chaos that goes on. I can't make it go away. I haven't changed over the years. So this is who I am, although it's personally annoying at times. In fact, I'll have an episode coming up a little bit later, and I'll be bringing back Jim. If you remember, Jim was in episode four of Things We Don't Talk About. He's hilarious. He has a lot to do with the episode that I will be discussing in the future, and I'll be bringing him back for that, where I was personally annoyed. Not with him, with myself. So I figured I'll share these with you here, kind of a mini podcast, not as structured, a little bit more off the cuff. So the first thing I'd like to share with you, because this just happened, I share this on the radio. And if you don't know this about me, I am very fearful of spiders. They make me shiver. They gross me out. And I'm not saying most people aren't, but I think I take it next level. And so I found one the other day in the house, huge, huge. And it's worse when you find one and it's right next to where your hands are. So I went to wash my hands in the sink and I'm not really paying attention. To I look down and there it is. And I scream and I jump like nobody's business. Now, my husband's not here, so I can't go in and have him kill it. My, my choices are if I don't kill it, it could end up in my bed. So I'm leaving for my son's football game. I'm already in a hurry. I kind of hyperventilate. I feel like I'm breathing heavy. I grab my flip flop, take it off my foot. And I have to convince myself that I can do this. So I walk into the hallway and I'm getting prepared, mentally prepared to kill the spider. A few minutes will go by at this point. By the time I get back into the bathroom, it's moved to the wall. I mean, this thing's moving, it's on the move. So I get back in there and I think, I've got to take care of this before I lose sight of it. I cannot just instantly kill it. It's like this buildup, this crescendo. Okay, I can't even make out what I'm saying. I can't even stand a I can't even stand oh my god i can't stand it i can't stand it one two three i have a problem i am hyperventilating totally freaking out i literally just had the shivers that thing died two days ago <laughs> what is wrong with me and then knowing it's dead and it can't move or go anywhere the whole process of getting a kleenex which i get Nine, because I don't want any layers of that thing in between my fingers and itself. So, you know, I get way more than you need, enough to clog the toilet. By the way, it has to go down the toilet, I'm not going to accidentally just barely kill it and then put it in the trash and it can maybe sprout back to life. No, 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 no. No, we are flushing that thing. And then the thought of having to mm, scrape that thing off the wall right now, I'm about ready to throw up. Maybe not a big deal for you but I can't take it. I mean, it's almost like I start speaking Japanese or something. All of that screaming is me leading up to slapping it with my flip-flop and then jumping back because, you know, it could come back to life. I mean, I know now that it seems totally illogical. I didn't even know I could talk that fast. I have no idea what I'm saying, but didn't know I could talk that fast. So there you have it. Thank you for joining me today. Don't forget Deborah Honeycutt Media over on Instagram, and we'll post more things there about the book, about the podcast, about what goes on in, uh, in radio. And I'd like to end this segment uh, by sharing what a former coworker told me when I would share these, these chaotic moments with him. He loved them. And he would say, Only because I know you do I believe this actually happened <laughs> because you can't make it up. And real quick, I want to say hi to Angie. Angie sent me a message and it touched my heart. It said, I just wanted to let you know how much I enjoy your podcast. I also wanted to let you know that I had to attend a funeral and a wedding last week. I'm so glad I listened to your podcast. By the way, she's referring to podcast number nine, episode nine, um, where it's titled uh, Three Things. Heck, I don't even remember what it's titled now. <laughs> I've slept since. Episode nine, Three Things that You Never Skip. Uh, But she goes on to say, I had to attend a funeral and a wedding last week. I am so glad I listened to your podcast because even though it was a long drive, I know it meant a lot to be there. Funerals and weddings are two of the three things you should never skip. So just wanted to let you know that you are touching lives and to keep up the great work. And Angie, I really appreciated that. She goes on to say that I feel like everybody should be listening to your podcast. I wanted you to know that your voice is being heard and we are listening. So thank you so much. That's so nice. Thank you for being here, everyone. Hope you have a great day. Talk to you soon.